Show Tempo. That's right, Jordan. Show Tempo. We're back. Um, I absolutely promise that we're going to make a show open, a podcast open for this. Because we it's, can't just have Alex yell, show Tiempo every single time. I'm very open to the idea of me just yelling show Tiempo every time. I think uh, we can get some pretty nice showtime calls. Yes. Bring in some broadcast. A little bit more than just uh, Alex screaming. So uh, I guess we should set the scene. Absolutely. Let's do it. We are recording on a Tuesday night. Currently, the Lakers are playing the Bulls. Yeah. We're recording in the middle of this game. There's five minutes left, and we figured going into the night, why not record just during it? And you could get raw reaction, yeah. and then uh, we'll go all the, all the way through till the end of the game, and then uh, talk about what's going to be happening for the Lakers going forward after they just saved Luke Walton's job. I was regretting our decision in the first half so bad. I was like, were you really going to go and do this in the fourth quarter while they're losing to the Chicago Bulls? I thought uh, the... the uh, listeners of the podcast would hear us cry for the first time well that's one thing about us first and foremost we are fans of the lakers like big time fans of the lakers so watching them play the way they played in the first half tonight it just sucks compacted with what's happened the last 10 games without lebron james it was the cherry on top of the crap sunday it's just been so brutal and then they luckily they turned it around in the third and here in the fourth quarter they built themselves a nice little 18-point lead at the moment with four and a half minutes left. Yeah, they're in the middle of a major, major run in the fourth. Uh, but before we dive too deep into this game, I do want to bring up the fact that we're recording in Alex Padilla's living room. And what's the date? What is today's date? January 16th by the time people listen to it. Okay, January 16th. We're actually doing this on January 15th. He still has all his Christmas decorations up. Not all. That No, all of them. That is crazy, right? That is the that is lazy. No, that what that is is I'm hoping for a Christmas miracle and for LeBron James's groin to heal. That's what that is, Jordan. He has four stockings up in his living room right now. There is a reindeer painting on top of a mantle. It's because we started clean, we started taking them down there's, and putting the normal stuff back up. There's a Merry Christmas sticker patch going across one of the walls. There's a sleigh all day, which I mean that sounds sexual. How about our little major Christmas tree action over here? <laughs> I just saw that. There's a Christmas tree in this living room and a reef. So you guys went, congratulations to you. You went all out for Christmas, but it's January uh, 15th. Yeah, we're January so 15th. I was, told, to I was told this weekend, January 15th is the official Lazy Man's cutoff date, and we have passed it. So, so I'm pretty sure like the actual rule for Alex, I, I mean, I'm just assuming that since... LeBron went down on Christmas Day. You decided to leave all these decorations up until LeBron came back. I was hoping it would be a lot sooner. I really was hoping it would be a lot sooner. But, I mean, nothing really has gone right in my living room or for the Lakers since Christmas Day, right? They had that beautiful win, and then LeBron gets hurt, and it's been pretty terrible. 3-7, and seven, they're going to improve to 4-7 and seven after tonight, it looks like. And he needs to come back as soon as possible because yeah. by the time people hear this you know he could be in the middle of being reevaluated he could have been already reevaluated on that groin injury which is going to happen on wednesday but they need him back desperately it's been bad basketball yeah that is the one setback recording tonight because the uh the announcement of him getting reevaluated is going to come on wednesday so we don't know it yet but right. um, i'm sure we're all in a unison by saying get well soon Please come back as soon as you can. Lakers just scored their 98th points of the game. Um, there was one point in the first half where I asked Alex if the Lakers were going to score 80 tonight. That is a true thing. <laughs> that You actually did say that. And I said, I hope so. 
That was my response. I hope so. And they're going to get into triple digits. I did not expect that. That first half was miserable. So during the first half, here's a couple conversations. These, this could be a fun theme. Thoughts, comments from the first half versus the second half. Well, because things change. Miserable silence was the key to the first half. We had a lot of that where we were just staring at the screen. The first half, I looked at Alex and I told him, all right. Last week on the podcast, I was just putting on a brave face. It's gotten so much worse. It is so much worse than I thought it was going to be without LeBron. I thought yeah. I thought these younger guys were going to... I thought we were going to have more wins during yeah. this stretch. I thought they were going to look better. I thought maybe there would be some offense. Turns out there's been no offense. Um, defense? Defense is there. Yeah. But I, I thought... It, I, I put on a brave face last week on the podcast. This week going in is before this game... This game didn't help me feel any better. I know. It's still just the Bulls. Because let's I not, see what's coming. Let's com- not get carried away with a victory against the Bulls. I also see what's coming next. So I'm not I'm, – this game didn't, like, magically heal all wounds. The Lakers are still going to be going into their next three games probably limping hard with broken arms and broken hearts for this Laker fans. Come on. Luke Walton's going to be sleeping like a baby tonight. Tonight he is. He's going to have no worries. I tell you what, though. If the Lakers would have lost to the Bulls tonight – he may not have made it outside of Staples Center as a Lakers head coach. He job. still would have been the coach. I don't know, man. It's, does, does really, do you really think that Magic Johnson and Rob Pelinka, do you see the video of Rob Pelinka just doing circles in the hallway after they lost to the Cavs on Sunday? He looked just like so confused and so lost. Yeah, that's what like, I was What doing. is happening? That's what, that was me. That was me in my living The loss of the Cavaliers stunk so bad. And just the idea that they could probably, or not probably, but the idea that they would... Uh, Lose to the Bulls after losing to the Cavs. Yeah. Like, what a miserable couple of hours that was for Laker fans because you're coming off the loss against the Cavs. And then all you're thinking is, like, yeah, I mean, they could lose to the Bulls. They could lose to the Bulls. I did not think I would say that this season. The Lakers. But going into this the, game, I thought we could, the Lakers could lose to the Bulls. Yeah, the Lakers dropped out of a playoff contention, well, at the moment, playoff seed. And then they lose to the Bulls. They've only won 10 games and have the second worst record in all of the basketball NBA. Come on. Like, it was bad. It still is bad. It still is bad. At this moment in time that we are talking, it still is bad. Because we don't know the future with LeBron James. We don't know what's going to happen with LeBron James. And clearly, it's a big it's a big enough sample size to see that this team is not very good without LeBron James. And it's very unfortunate because, like we said, there was so much expectations going into the season with the young guys, with Brandon Ingram, especially Mr. Untouchable. He was the one guy that you could not trade. Now he's the first guy I would trade of the four. <laughs> he is the first guy. I said it last week. Yeah. He, the, more, the more he plays, the more he plays, the worse he looks to, for, for a trade, like a trade piece. And it's, it's true. He's very inconsistent. He's not as aggressive as you want him to be. There was a moment in this game in the first half where he had the ball, kind of just isolated at the top, drove it, made the bucket, and that's like you, that was after, what, a quarter and a half of absolutely no yeah. offense? So the fact that the Lakers did anything offensively, that, that flash from Ingram was just amazing yeah. because I was – I was starved so long before that offense that I saw. Um, now, all of a sudden, it's a 10-point game with a minute 14 left. I still think the Lakers win. But, hey, if they don't, again, you'll probably hear us cry here on the podcast. Yeah. 
10 points. They're not going to blow this out. Add it to another blown fourth quarter lead if they do it. They're not going to blow this out. I really hope not. And who knows? Jordan, since we last spoke, they did beat the Pistons because Kuzma scored 41 points that night and looked absolutely amazing. So maybe if he didn't score 41, who knows what would have happened that night. But I, it's, don't you, when you, let him play, coach. When you watch the team, who's the most disappointing player, like, in this stretch without LeBron James? For you. Ingram, because I, was I think it's a tie. Well, I didn't realize it was a trick question. It's not a trick question. I just can't make up my mind. I was listening to our guy Harrison Fagan talk about this. And this beautiful podcast network that we have here. That and he brought up the point, and I thought it was a really good point, that remember early on in the season, Brandon Ingram, his plus minus with LeBron on the court. Not so good. Not LeBron being on the court. Good. It was much better without LeBron. And so now you find out LeBron's going to miss some time with an injury. An injury. Mm-hmm. You really thought uh, this would be the moment for Brandon Ingram to really step up for the Lakers, and it's it has not turned out that way. It has not turned out that way. Decent performance tonight, but I I was expecting more. Of I'm sorry. I'm just I'm scarred. I feel like I'm watching the Lakers from two years ago. Again. That's exactly in, what it's back, been. I'm back in that misery. That is exactly what it's been, and that's the I, I guess Jordan. That's the team they are without LeBron James. I didn't, think, think, I didn't think they were, though. I didn't think they were either. I really thought the young guys were going to get better, and they have. I thought they had better pieces around them, but they this still play good. terrible. Lonzo just got ripped, and the Bulls dunked the other way. Are we allowed to do play-by-play on the podcast? It's, it's not live. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> breaking NBA rules here? You're fine. Eight-point lead with 60 seconds to go. Oh, another turnover. And now I'm actually starting to, to think that the Lakers could blow this. Now nah, they'll be fine. How will they? They'll be fine. Are we going to be fine? If LeBron comes back for the next three games, we'll be okay. But even then, are, is he going to rush to come back? Is he going to really, like, give himself potential to get hurt again? And No one wants him to get hurt again. So I'd rather him, I'd rather him said, take his time. That said, LeBron, please come back as soon as possible. As long as you don't get hurt, just get back. He did go to the shoot-around get today. back. He did go to the shoot-around on Tuesday. Yeah, shoot-around. Um, don't risk injury, but please, just play. We need you on the court. I'm sorry. It's so distracting to watch the Lakers potentially blow this huge lead they had. Now it's a seven-point seven lead yeah. with 49.9. Well, this the ball. This team can't close out a game with LeBron James. Why are we expecting them to close out a game without him? They can't do it. it. It's not in their DNA. Well, hold on. I still think they're going to win. That's what I've been saying, but if they can't close out and be comfortable ever. Why do they always got to go to free throws? Why? Why? Um, so Brandon Ingram was your most disappointing player so far in, the, in these last 11 games. It's Brandon Ingram. Yeah, because I thought we would see a lot more from Ingram yeah. during this stretch without LeBron James. I agree with you on that, but I said it's a tie because I'm just really sick and tired of Lonzo Ball not being aggressive. He gives up open shots. He's always looking for the pass first, and the I whole get it. The team was pass first in that first half. But Lonzo no does it. Lonzo does it every single game where he's consistently looking to pass the ball, and he's always seems to be open. And he he's great at driving into the to the rim, and he just passes it when he's right under it. it it's so frustrating to watch Lonzo Ball play sometimes, and that's not even talking about his free throws. Full score again. Lakers by seven. Forty seconds. Fine. It's going to take a lot longer, so I would stop looking over there. It's just going to. It's just going to eat you up. 
So Ingram, disappointing to me. Ingram to you, and then who's the other one? Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. It's really disappointing to see because he has the he has the capability to be a better scorer. He just refuses to do it. He just refuses to do it. And so it was brought up earlier today, and I thought it was also a good point that the uh, the game tonight must win. Obviously, in the sense of Luke Walton wanting to kind of quiet the critics. Yeah. Probably sick and tired of the tweets and the stories and the opinions out there. Uh, but the schedule coming up for the Lakers, you get the. Oklahoma City Thunder on the road. Then they go to Houston to take on the Rockets, and then they come back home to take on the Warriors. That's a three-game stretch that uh, only adds significance to closing out this game against the Bulls right now. Yeah, you have Golden State, who scored 51 points today in the first quarter. DeMarcus Cousins is coming back on Friday. You have Houston Rockets, who James Harden just broke Kobe Bryant's 30-point streak record. 18 straight games with 30 plus points, and then you have the they Thunder. They flew right past the Lakers in the standings after that start, didn't they? And that's without Chris Paul and Clint Capella too. Like James Harden is doing it on his own, and then you have the 26 and 17 Thunder, who are just a good team with Paul George and Russell Westbrook. So, good luck. It's 0 and 3 without LeBron James. I'll make my call right now. That's not even a question. But they, uh, what? I mean, you could at least make the argument. Yes, with LeBron, but not for the entire game. The Lakers played really well against the Warriors on Christmas Day. Yeah. So, I mean, it wouldn't be a shock if they were able to. Now, a Warrior team, if Cousins are playing in that game, if maybe they take it a little bit more seriously than they did on Christmas Day. A Warriors team like, all right, these, these young kids, these punks, came in and came into the Oracle, beat us, embarrassed us without LeBron James. Let's go really show them why we're back-to-back NBA champions. Yeah, I have no faith in that without LeBron James. It's a difficult game with LeBron. Nonetheless, without him, it's just gonna. It's the schedule is so brutal coming up that you wish the Lakers weren't going to be four and seven in their last eleven games because you need to build a little bit of a gap there between you and the and the Jazz in the eighth seed, and now you're currently in ninth seed. So um, here's what I've kind of just been thinking about all week when it comes to the Lakers. The, time, the timeline of the championship stuff. So LeBron James, obviously, three more years on the deal after this season. Mm-hmm. The, now that we've learned a little bit more about his uh, surrounding teammates over this last couple of uh, games without LeBron, it hasn't exactly been encouraging. I'm, uh, I'm starting to get a little bit more anxious with this timeline and thinking that you know what? Maybe there's not as much trade value here on the roster as I, I thought going into this season. Mm-hmm. LeBron, three more years after this. Maybe he, is this his final contract Is this the ever? first injury of many don't for an aging player? But you start to think, okay, well, if you don't get a uh, Kevin Durant, Dwight Leonard, Anthony Davis, then there is no championship for the Lakers. Have, then you have no chance. There, there is no championship for the Lakers unless they get some of those guys. So I think for uh, for the past week, I've really started to hone in on that. Yeah. And now I'm starting to freak out. I, and for me and myself, I, I agree with what you're saying, but for myself, I have literally been thinking about it for, since LeBron's been hurt. Is They should have traded for Kawhi Leonard in the offseason. They should have just traded the young guys that they were infatuated with because of their work ethic. But I always believe in proven star over potential. And people are scared of that. People are scared to give away the next, you know, the Hornets traded Kobe Bryant on draft night. People are 
The Pacers traded Kawhi Leonard on draft night. People are scared to do that. But when you have a proven talent like Kawhi Leonard that would have fit in perfectly with this team, you do it. And it just now that I worried about it in the offseason, I told you. LeBron's getting older. It's great that he's Iron Man and he can play 82 games on his when he's 33 years old. But it's going to come a day where he's going to get hurt and he's not going to be able to recover. Um, so that's been on my mind, and I do think I do not see a championship window without them having a really big offseason, a really big offseason. Obviously, they're not going to trade for Anthony Davis this, during the season or anybody else really during the season. And I mean, like, who's the best player in return that they can get if they package Brandon Ingram? The more that these guys play, the less the package, the better the package comes back. The package is getting a lot better. I don't know how smaller or bigger, but it's getting a lot worse. Yeah. Getting a lot worse. And we were talking about it earlier during the first half when we were all having our panic attacks with this offense. We were talking (laughs) about the idea. Like, had you, I don't know what, I don't know what the package would have looked like to go get Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, me neither. I mean, it might have taken all four of the young guys. Maybe. Maybe. I I don't know. I don't know what the, what it but it would have been worth it, though. But had they gone out, just hypothetical, don't leave too much it, obviously, just hypothetical. Had you have gone and traded for Kawhi Leonard, well, the biggest opinion you hear right now is Kawhi and what team is going to play for next season is the Clippers, right? Everyone thinks that's where he's going to end up going. Mm-hmm. If you actually traded for Kawhi, don't you think it would have made the decision to go to the Clippers a lot more difficult for him? Basically impossible. Because it's, it's no one goes to across the hall. The Clippers after playing for the Raptors, it would have been something completely different. You have to leave the Lakers, make that decision. That part of you joining the Clippers would have been leaving the Lakers with LeBron James to go play for the Clippers. I think it would have made that decision a lot more difficult. For him. I I think it would have made it impossible. No one goes across the hall once you're a Laker to go be a Clippers. Like. Can you imagine the outrage of Los Angeles Unless, like, basketball fans? Right, which we've seen before. So I think it would have been nearly impossible for that to happen. Oh, now, Jordan, they're not even going to get tacos at Staples Center. No tacos tonight. Unless this, if this guy makes a free throw, the tacos are gone. Pulls 99 points. 1.3 seconds left. Here we go. For the tacos. Ah, tacos gone. They can't do anything right without LeBron. They can't get any... And with the Pistons, too. Remember they were winning and then that dude drove it in with one second left? Players are jerks, man. Fans just want some tacos. Um, yeah, I, that was just, I mean, it was a random conversation we were having in the first half, but, like, it really would have made the decision. Oh, the Lakers won. I told you. Yeah, no one. We were, uh, we were confident the entire time. Absolutely. No second time. You, especially. You yeah. were just ironclad. The Lakers were not losing. Yeah, very calm on this side over the past week. I'm starting to freak out with this team. I'm freaking out, man. Yeah, of course, of course, because now, w- listen, no matter what happens on Wednesday, whether their reevaluation goes well or not, I doubt LeBron comes back the next game. And it's it's panicking because you're seeing what they are without it. Then that's that's what's the real panic for me, honestly. If, if LeBron has an off night, is he stepping up? Is there any like they brought in these veteran guys? They brought in McGee and Chandler and Beasley. And it's like, okay, well, who's leading these guys? Because it looks like it's the young guys leading themselves. It's like there's no real leader on the court without LeBron James or Rajon Rondo. We're not even brought up Rondo yet. And maybe he's the one that's missing, too, like a big piece. Maybe if Rondo was there, he could have been doing something. But they're missing that leader. Like, who's leading these guys? 
who, who's telling them right, like well, what I to was, do, what's wrong, what's right? Like, I was hoping that there would be a consistent leading score during the yes, which I, I was should. hoping someone would emerge. I was really hoping it would be. Uh, one of our first, not. one of our first podcasts was about that. Who's the Lakers number two? We still don't know. We no, still don't know. We're past the halfway season, and we still don't know who the Lakers number two is because it's. We can make the argument. We've, so we've talked well, about it. Not so many, but and we've talked it's about more it. More than two, which is uh, not exactly what I. It's thinking. someone different every night. It's either Kuzma, it's Ingram, it's KCP, it's hardly ever Ball. But like, it's it's there is no consistent number two, and that's been the issue. It, is that a there is no number two, and b there is no consistency from the young guys to create a number two. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you, this is all your fault. You know, like in pregame you know what shows, I was? I, w- I was just this blissfully unaware Lakers fan beginning of the season, and now, now I'm freaking out. I don't know if the uh, if the silver screen and roll listeners have have caught on to me yet, but I am a very negative person. I look at everything in a negative light. I look at everything just as like the worst thing that could happen is going to happen. That's the way I look at it. Everything, everything. So you're Mr. Positive, I'm Mr. Negative, and that's it. That's, that's all. How that's, out. that's how it's going to go. That's how it sounds after a win. If they trade, imagine what we would have sound like after a loss. If they trade for Anthony Davis, I'll probably be the jerk that says, you know, he's probably not even going to resign here. That's probably me. I hope we. Uh, I hope we find out. Uh, me too. Or Kawhi. I hope we actually do have to. You want to set the scene? Can you say hi to everyone? Sure. Hi. 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 Like you said, we're recording in my living room, and people just walked in. People? Who are they? Introduce them. My roommate, sister, and her boyfriend. They're all here. Laker fans? All right. No, Probably. no Lakers fans. <laughs> um, so one of the other uh, um, one of the other takeaways from this game, at least something that we'll uh, be talking about a lot in Los Angeles and a lot nationally because we've walked over this national storyline. Uh, this will quiet people a little bit, but let's. I would I would say uh, be a little cautious with that because. The schedule we've been talking about the next two games play. That's going to throw those conversations right back up. No, I think it's a serious thing, though. If they would have lost tonight, that's a that's a. I don't think he would have been fired though. I. Do you think he would have been fired tonight? They haven't they looked, looked good at all. I know like, they haven't. But like I don't. You read from the New York Times. I know you. Magic and Polinka wanted to do it. Someone would have stepped Yeah, because well, that's the thing too. That Magic and Rob didn't hire. Luke. So it's, I think it's always in the back of people's mind. It's always in the back. It's always there. It's always like it's not their guy. And that was the whole part of like that. I would was, have been really surprised. I really wouldn't have. After that meeting, in the, what was it? Five games in, like nothing would have surprised me. Magic Johnson, nothing. Like he's not a patient person. But I don't think it's just his decision on his own. Which if it maybe if it were like if it was just Magic's decision, he. It didn't matter. Yeah. He didn't have to go to pool anything. He didn't have to talk to him about it. He just got to make the call. I wonder if Luke Walton would still be here. I think as a front office executive, if I was running this team and they just went 3-8 and eight and looked as terrible as they did and lost to the teams they lost to, Cleveland, Chicago, back-to-back, I think I'm firing Luke Walton. Honestly. 
Honestly. This is like you going into a stretch without your star player. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be tough. It'd be really tough to fire fire him at this point. Would it be tough? Yeah. Just got LeBron the first time he goes down. Yeah. Would it be tough? Yeah. Would it be? Would it? Could I see it happen? Yes. Absolutely. One hundred percent. The rumors are there for a reason. The the rumors are there for a reason because there's validity to the reports that that might happen. Is there also a credible force saying that Genie would have stepped in and not allowed it? Yeah. But do I think Magic Johnson has the power to change her mind? Absolutely. Are those conversations already happening, maybe? I think the contingency plans are being worked on already. I really wonder if it was just his call. And this is absolutely 100% fan speculation. No sources, no credit. Yeah, yeah. But I do. you don't think that there's a lot of fans out there that think Magic and Rob are working on a contingency plan when they fire Luke Wallen? Let's wrap it up. What are your expectations? 0 and 3. 0 and 3. 0 and 3. Not even going to give him one. If What's LeBron comes likely? back. Of the three, which is the most likely? The Thunder. Sorry about that. So that's the first one. I'll say Warriors at home. No, they're going to get crushed. Um, Thunder. Honestly, the, the, that's the only one I see happening. You didn't even consider it. No, not at all. We've already seen it happen, though. Yes. Not happening. So I say 0 and 3. You? I say 1 and 2 with a win against Golden State. I see it. <laughs> I think one win in that set. Houston could, Houston could be possible. Alright, well, uh, I think the next time the Lakers actually play on it, well, we, we record every Tuesday night. Yeah. So, next time Lakers play on Tuesday, I said we uh, record it in the game. Day. It's a lot of fun, especially to hear you panic. I no, I know you were. I didn't see it happening at all. It was great. I mean, I knew they would actually pull it out, but it was a lot closer. They beat the Bulls. Yay. Everything's fine now. Yeah.